Hello guys, you are listening to Walking Russian. My name is Nikolai Sirov. I'm Ukrainian Catholic living in Moscow, Russia, and this is a podcast about the Catholic Church in Russia. I normally record it in the mornings on my way to the office. Thanks for joining me today, and I hope you'll enjoy this one. Good morning. It's 7.30 in the morning and I decided to come to my office a bit earlier today because I have some tasks to catch up on. It's getting colder in Moscow and we already have some snow. I'm not enjoying it that much and partly because of how the city looks. Because Moscow architecture, although it's very beautiful, it's not very colorful, meaning that like 99% of buildings in the city center are literally painted in 50 shades of gray. Add leafless trees, add snow, and that'll give you an image of a place that doesn't ignite joy. Well, at least now, since we are approaching New Year, this grayness is in some way balanced by festive illumination and decoration. And here's the thing. I believe there are two camps split over this issue. Those who love um, those who love it when the city turns into one shiny New Year present already in November. And those who don't like it that much, to say the least. And I belong to the second group. And it's not that I feel like they are going to spoil my holiday mood. It's, it's, it just feels wrong to me. Uh, I like this period of waiting for a miracle to happen, you know. And it just feels so unfair that they take it away from you. And you can do nothing about it. And by the way, I said that we are approaching New Year instead of saying that we are approaching Christmas because living in Russia, we have to deal with the, the reality in which everybody knows that Christmas is celebrated on the 7th of January. Simply because the Russian Orthodox Church uh, celebrates religious holidays according to the Julian calendar. So this is a bit confusing for Catholics sometimes. Like all the greeting cards say Happy New Year and Happy Christmas in that order. But it's not a big deal. And, uh, and by the way, you know, there is this movie called Love actually, which is like a Christmas movie and it's a part of the tradition almost, at least in the US. So we have the same tradition here in Russia and our movie is called The Irony of Fate or Enjoy Your Bath. I'm not kidding. This is the actual title of the movie and it is about a guy who goes to a banya, which is a traditional public bath, uh, with a group of his friends in Moscow to celebrate New Year's Eve. And the friends get very drunk toasting the upcoming marriage of the central male character and after the bath 
one of the friends has to catch a plane to St. Petersburg. And main character, on the other hand, is supposed to go home to celebrate New Year's Eve with uh, his girlfriend, uh, his future wife. So, long story short, both pass out. The remaining friends cannot remember which person from their group is supposed to catch the plane, so they mistakenly send our main character on the plane instead of the other guy, and then a whole lot of things happen. Well, you can imagine. So this is a Russian version of Love Actually, and despite how bad it sounds, the movie is actually very good. It is a very nice romantic comedy, and I love it. I really do. We watch it every time on the New Year's Eve. Anyway, let me tell you more about my conversion. Yeah, I know. I am the king of seamless transitions. So, um, conversion story. Three years ago, me and my wife, we were in Croatia, having a great time. One night we were just hanging in a small, beautiful city, right by the sea, and we were walking down the street, and we saw this little church, a Catholic church, that stood on the hill, overlooking the sea, and it was so beautiful, so we decided to enter the church, and we did, and there was a mass, and people were singing, and there were so many lights, so many candles, and at one point people started to shake hands and hug each other, and it was so beautiful. It was so, so beautiful, and I felt overwhelmed. I didn't understand a thing, obviously, but for some reason I started to cry, and, and so I looked at my wife, and she was crying also. Recently I had a conversation with Tommy Tai, a great writer and podcaster mostly known for his amazing book The Catholic Hipster Handbook and I asked him about vocation and uh, God's call and he kind of agreed with me that God rarely presents us with a huge thing like you know some kind of a blistering miracle with a choir of uh, angels singing out his call or command or whatever Yes, I do believe that God doesn't like to break the laws of physics. Well, sometimes he has to, but in most cases we don't see miracles that have to do with supernatural supernatural stuff and visions and angels and whatnot. And I find it very comforting, to be honest. Because God works through little and even routine and earthly things, simply because there are more little and routine and earthly things around us. So that is actually the proof of his mighty love, right? Because Jesus doesn't re- reveal himself in just few grand miracles. He allows us to find him anywhere, in the smallest things. So he's out there, everywhere. Anyway, I stood in that church in Croatia, no miracles, no angels, and God. God's hand hadn't spread the night sky to grab me, although it would have been awesome. But still, I felt exactly like he was holding me, like literally, for the first time ever. And I was, yeah, 
it was a very strange feeling because I felt uh, free. I felt, I really felt ultimate love. So I went to church like the next day after we came back from um, vacation. I was like flying. But you know how it goes. So eventually it took me three more years to convert. But that event, that night in Croatia, it did change my, my life. It changed me forever. And I am thankful to God for that moment of revelation. And I also want to, um, uh, to make it clear. I'm not an emotional person. I'm not like subject to melodramatic upheaval. And I have uh, never been like a very good person either. I made a lot of mistakes in, in my past. And I wasn't even aware, I wasn't even aware of that aspect of my life, which is faith. I couldn't care less. I was reading a lot, I was making noise and lo-fi music on my tape recorder, my body covered with tattoos and my head full of philosophy books. So, just want to make it clear, that feeling, that moment in that little church in Croatia took me by surprise. I wasn't prepared for that at all. But God knows what he's doing. For some reason, through that emotional moment he decided to fill that empty space in me that I believe we all carry inside space that is supposed to contain our relationship with God and if it remains empty it won't kill you well at least it won't kill you directly although it might take you places you know some of those places could prove to be dangerous but it you don't die from that emptiness in the in this life but if you set up a relationship with Jesus, that space will be filled with so many things that can make you, your life happy and, and purposeful. And I know this for a fact. That space being filled with the fullness of God turns into a spiritual elevator that potentially can take you to the other story. And that's, and then your story will not be over. Okay, here's my office. Um, now I need to rewire my brain and help some people to apply to Canadian universities. Because that's what I do for a living. Thanks for joining me today. Please subscribe for more and drop me a line if you have any question. Take care.